It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Okay, welcome to, of course, Terminal News. I'm Justin, and with me today is Frost. Hey. And from across the ocean of the tubes of the internet, we have Marcus. I'm at home this time. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're in the Corona Sphere again. This is never ending. We're in the Corona Sphere. Everyone's self quarantining. Everyone is self or social. Was it social distancing? Yeah, yeah, social distancing. That stupid Vegas term. Social anxiety is what <laughs> so, I'm calling it. Social That's distancing what I have. and people, nobody knows what it means. Yeah, they're like, oh, maybe it means stand six feet away from each other. Maybe don't go to the grocery so stores. Like, maybe wear a mask. Are you I don't sure know. Coachella is canceled or no? I mean, I'm pretty sure it is, but <laughs> I mean. I'm sure Ultra is canceled too. Yeah, I think so. Also, the there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit. Everything's closed. Everything's super canceled. Sad. Super sad. Every year, Ultra is on the weekend oh, of my birthday. Yeah, that's right. So it's definitely fucking canceled if it's that next weekend. <laughs> and I'm so sad. No Ultra live streams for you. Um, yeah, so... So we are the podcast. We bring you all the news about video games and all the news about the coronavirus... Indirect relation to video games, of course, and uh, media in general, um, movies and TVs, because it affects our lives every day. I just I see the pain on Frost's face. <laughs> I can hear the pain over over the airwaves from oh, Marcus. My eyeballs. No, no pain here. No pain. No, no pain. gain. <laughs> so give me more Corona. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're if you're new here, this is we're slightly we're changing up the format a little bit, and this is really weird because I'm used to Marcus being in the same room, and this is Marcus is not in the same room. He's now nobody me, can see my face. <laughs> no one can see Marcus's face. You're we, alone and stuck only, with me. <laughs> we only hear him virtually. It's the it's strange. It's it's a whole new dynamic. I don't know if I like it. I don't like. I'm this. virtually like, breathing oh. into a microphone. <laughs> I have no He's pop a, filter this go around. It's, oh, that's true. That's probably why I hear it so clearly. I might have to just take one of my spare ones off and give that to you because... I mean, I'm not even looking directly a, at the microphone when I breathe and you can still hear it. I know. It's that those pop filters. I mean, they're they're 30 bucks for a reason. 
they do a lot of they do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to recording this podcast, almost more so than the microphones themselves. Anyway, we're going to pop into the news. And of course, we are entering the chronosphere. So we're we're donning our hazmat suits. We're going out into the wild and we're collecting all the all the news related to the coronavirus. All the relics of a forgotten kingdom. Yes. I mean, there's a nation long fallen to a uh, virus. I, what do you what what are you giving me that look for, Frost? I'm just thinking of like rubber ducky galoshes. I'm going in. It's apocalypse time. <laughs> yeah, it's apocalypse time. <laughs> apocalypse yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's not a good apocalypse, but it's an apocalypse. It's an apocalypse. Yeah. That's the COVID nineteen yeah, slogan. B rated, B rated apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an apocalypse. Um, so hot off the hot off the presses here. So we have coronavirus is forcing Netflix to lower its streaming quality. So many people are home self quarantining, watching Netflix that uh, that they had to lower the quality because their the internet is too strained. The internet can't handle all those people Netflix and chilling and self-quarantining. Do you suppose that's the same for other streaming sites? I'm pretty sure like everything. I mean, I even just saw a thing where people were complaining about gamers and how gamers should play games at a reasonable time because it's straining the internet. And I'm just like, have you ever heard of Netflix? I'm pretty sure Netflix is a whole lot more internet than the gaming is. Is uh, just too much... Uh, I. I don't know. Last time I saw it, it was like Netflix is at least half of like the internet traffic these days. So I think it's reasonable to assume it's going to consume even more when more people are at home with nothing to do other than to watch Netflix. They got to binge Hashtag through them shows. Life. Hashtag binge Hashtag. those shows. Hashtag quarantine. Hashtag quarantine life. I think it's like, isn't it like hashtag quarantine and chill or hashtag? Yeah, quarantine and chill is one. Yeah. I have nobody Um, to chill with. uh, I'm sorry, Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) You're all all alone. How do you meet someone in the apocalypse? Uh, That's a good question. I mean, in the real apocalypse, there might not be internet. So, I mean, you don't even have Tinder. You, You well, you that's good. Go. That actually increases my odds. Oh, well, that, that you can go to the apocalypse bar. Because people will have to take what they can get. They they can't resort <laughs> to looking elsewhere. <laughs> You'll take what you get. <laughs> It'll just go back to, like, conking on people's heads and then dragging them away. <laughs> um. So, a Japanese porn company made 200 movies available for free due to coronavirus. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I have one to add to that. The, I don't, they're like called Mr. Twink, Mr. Twunk. <laughs> and they do porn stuff on Twitter that I follow them. Um, Mr. Twunk? Mr. Twunk. Oh, Mr. Wow. Twink and Mr. Twunk, okay? <laughs> and they had an advertisement where they're like, everything's 50% off, guys. Uh, ha 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 ha! No. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> well, being that I'm at home, you actually cut out for half of what you were saying. I was like, 
I heard well, Mr. Twink very... and Mr. Twunk and then nothing else. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I love well, that good. Discord. Love good. and Discord. Great job, Discord. It was a really bad story. And then I just, like, it came back and it was just laughing and I was like, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> you, just, you just missed the whole conversation. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Disney released Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker on digital platforms days early as well as onward. And Frozen 2 came out and early. Was Frozen 2 one of them as well? Yeah. Yeah. They, that one's, um, they're really hitting that one hard. And onward is like you can buy it and or rent it right now, but it'll be on Disney Plus on April 6th. Yeah. You could do that with a couple other movies that are out too right now. I think like The Invisible Man you can. You can rent it. I think I think Universal's doing that with some movies too. Yeah. They're putting them online. I know people were buying them saying they're like, hey, if if you do this instead of like always doing the movie thing then or the movie theater thing, people will still pay money for it and instead of going to the theater. So I don't know. They gotta protect their losses. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, what do you do? Your your option is A, just release it to the digital platforms. Or B, wait until theaters are open, and then people are still going to be weary of gathering in crowds and going to the theater. And you're also going to be up against all the other movies that were already planned for those times. So it's just going to be a lot more difficult with the competition. I just like this 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 headline from Kotaku. Death, Death Stranding makes more sense now than ever. <laughs> now we get it. Yeah, now we get it. Now that we're it all only took an apocalypse to understand it. <laughs> it was his plan all along. He predicted the coronavirus. Is he a terrorist? <laughs> he knew this was going to happen. We'd we'd be trying to connect with each other via internet and deliveries, and you and can't. Wouldn't be able like, to. You're inside your little bunker, yeah, you can't and leave. you can't go outside. You just have video calls. Yeah, I mean that. So, like, you don't want to get run into the BTs because that's the coronavirus. Kojima always on point. Yeah. Also, like I just watched a video from it was a TED talk that Bill Gates did where he basically was like, yeah, so um, in the future, one of our biggest threats isn't going to be war. It's going to be a, a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like setting all these reasons how we're like not Right now, we are not prepared to face a global pandemic, and here's a whole bunch of things that we need to be doing in order to uh, mitigate that, and we have the technology to mitigate that. Um, But the problem is that he didn't predict all the dumb idiots that would be out there denying the fact that there's a pandemic, despite the fact that it's unfolding in front of their faces. It's so weird that people are so convinced that it's not happening. Yeah, it's, just, it's like denial. It's like, you, you, like if there's anything that the coronavirus has taught me is that like if there's a real zombie outbreak, we're fucked. Like people are too <laughs> stupid. I've, so maybe a couple thousand, hundred million people die and maybe the plant, the planet's not so screwed. Like everybody. Well, yeah, because I mean, so every everyone likes to say, oh, yeah, I'm prepared for the zombie outbreak. But most of these people are going to be like. No, the zombie outbreak isn't happening. That's impossible. That's not happening. And then it's happening, and they're gonna die and become zombies. 
<laughs> that's that's how it works. And then that's, where that's we're when that one guy who went up into the mountains, that's when his That's the that's the only scenario where the <laughs> where, where the doomsday prepper option. there's that the show Doomsday Prepper as I'm sure everyone's heard of it. There is one dude on that show that like his whole idea of prepping or doomsday prepping was he would swim into the ocean because he lived in Hawaii. He would go to a certain bay and he would just climb up into the mountains slash volcano and live off the land and the streams near the volcano um, in the middle of nowhere so that he could survive. That's probably the only scenario that guy dies, but they gave him like an estimate that he would live less than a month because he just died to some like shitting disease. Ah, uh, good old shitting disease. It's non <laughs> non contagious. <laughs> From drinking the the water, the contaminated water, full of bacteria. Yeah, you know no, what I miss um, most? Touching my face. <laughs> you don't realize how much you do it until you can't. I miss fingers on my eyes. I wonder how people that wear contacts feel. Uh terrible. Or good. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. You don't know. Um, but yeah, there are, it, oddly enough, there are like positive effects of this virus because like with all the factories getting shut down and stuff like the <laughs> the carbon emissions have like dropped significantly across the globe. See, this is what it took. This is what it took in order to get us to start <laughs> moving progressively to helping the planet. Yeah, but like once things start, once things start going back to normal, it's going to come back like threefold. People are going to be like, we got to triple down on all this shit. <laughs> we got to make up for lost time. Yeah, we got to. So like for every one factory that shut down during the coronavirus, they're going to build two more. In this economy, <laughs> forget about it. If, no, well, Trump says it's going to come back better than ever after after this is all over. The, so the, the economy can come back. I didn't know it ever left. No, I mean the whole last five years of it left. <laughs> <laughs> five years of the Dow gains just gone in a month. Holy shit! Yeah. Hey, but Bitcoin's back up. It's sixty five hundred dollars right now. It's good. For My some. imaginary money. My imaginary money is coming back, Marcus. <laughs> My theoretical dollars. <laughs> you can spend um, those in Bittopia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too bad the the uh, Silk Road doesn't exist anymore, right? <laughs> I, I'm gonna need those. I'm gonna need them drugs in the after uh, in the after times. You're gonna say afterlife. I are was. You gonna, <laughs> are you gonna add that cannabis sales are up like way million percent? Yeah, all those people are like, I gotta smoke some weed in my house, and uh, I'm gonna get that delivered to me. For I mean, I guess in the like, why what, smoke four weed states? when you could grow weed? <laughs> I guess you, it depends on your expertise. You're gonna be out of stuff for to do for a while. Might as well pick up a hobby. <laughs> I I might need some lights for that. I don't know if I have the light the proper equipment. Um, I don't know if I'm prepared to have like the whole house stink. Oh god, yeah, that smell of just one flower. Well, it's not like you're growing stink weed. Yeah, but like all of them are stinky. It doesn't matter if they're stink weed or not. Um, you know who Krillin is? He has no <laughs> nose. That you got to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just become Krillin. That's the key. Mm. So Kotaku put out an article here saying it's not exactly news, but it's a uh, games to play while you're not leaving the house. 
And so I want to go through this list and just get a, a quick, a quick like yay or nay to these, uh, these, these games that they listed. Games that are good to play while you aren't uh, leaving the house. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You want to be bored to tears? You can play that. <laughs> play that game. It's the best. It's the. It's literally built to be a time killing game. That's its purpose. <laughs> uh, Civilization Six. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, but I don't like. That's not. My it's not for everyone. Of a game. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. No. Yeah. <laughs> Guiltily, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Eh. Oh yeah, it's man hands. It's finally time to beat that game. Yeah, uh, Total War Shogun Two. No, I don't even know Shogun's. Why not? What? Why not the new one? I don't know. That's just what they say here. That's what Kotaku says. Um, The Witcher Three. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And not even a response from Frost. That's well, how much I she hates The Witcher. I don't. <laughs> She's know. a Witcher hater. I, well, no, because that's I just, witchist. <laughs> Thanks, but it's been a good night. Bye, guys. <laughs> um, Super Metroid. Yeah. No. That's a good way to kill like fifteen hours. <laughs> Crusader Kings two. Yeah, I hear that's good. It's not like I haven't done it, but I hear it's good. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Probably. Isn't that like a really, it's still popular, right? Yeah. They're giving it for uh, away for free on some platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Marcus is going to agree with this one. Persona 5. Yeah. Well, I think Persona 5 again, is more I- worth your time than Dragon Quest. As much as Dragon Quest yeah. Eleven's good, it's, it's Japanese just... Japanese life simulator. Nothing against <laughs> Dragon Quest. I do like Dragon yeah. Quest. It's just, it's I've already maybe it's because I've already done it and like the back half of that game's kind of boring. Yeah. So you're like, eh, I don't know about that. Um, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Sure, probably. You want to play a game that's real old? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how I feel. Too. And that's all they had in the list here. What? I knew some of those. Where's Animal Crossing? Well, duh. Maybe that that was that wasn't out before they did the list. They're like, "Fuck the old ones." I'm waiting for the new one to come out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's should have still been on the list. <laughs> it's true. Half of the Twitter that I follow has just completely disappeared because they're all playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's maybe the way to uh, be. maybe they were expecting that nobody nobody would be able to buy it because. Of I don't know, like no one would be able to go to GameStop. <laughs> no, we'll have to get to that news. <laughs> yes. Um. So okay, this is another really funny Kotaku article. Um, it's a politician named Marco Rubio. I don't know whoever's. I know we have some international listeners, so he's just a. Is he a senator or is he a congressman? Pretty I'm sure a, he's a senator. But he was uh he kept he kept saying uh he he kept saying to stop spreading rumors about 
uh, martial law. And so the article was to was what the title was saying that Marco Ruby says, stop spreading rumors about Tekken character, martial law. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bad, it's the worst pun. I, and it's the only thing every time anyone has like, even before this article, before any, whenever people brought up martial law, like in the country, like what if they declare martial law? And I'm like, that's a good Tekken character. <laughs> what about if they declare forest law? <laughs> That's that's his son. <laughs> um, I would be more interested in Eddie Gordo. <laughs> they should declare Eddie Gordo. <laughs> Whatever that means. Everybody's got a dance yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody practice capoeira. It's going to be great. Yeah, but he uh he wrote in a tweet, "Please stop spreading stupid rumors about martial law. Completely false." We will we will continue to see closings and restrictions and hours of non-essential businesses in certain cities and states, but that is not martial law. Oh, I see. What what happened here is he didn't spell it right. He smelt he spelt it as in the name martial law Uh, instead of instead of the actual martial law. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. I love that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of people mixing martial law up with martial law um oh yeah we mentioned this earlier yeah universal becomes first studio to offer first run films in the house um so, first run films in the house <laughs> so yeah the, the i guess the invisible man was the one frost mentioned yeah. um the hunt and emma those are available emma. in your home Not yeah 1917 i wish I don't know what Emma is. There was I don't I've never heard of that one, but um also Trolls World Tour is that um, will happen out? both in theaters and online if the theaters are open. When does it come out? April April tenth. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be at home. You won't have to go to a theater because it's still gonna be closed. Yeah, I could be miserable and love that movie and hate myself at the same time in the comfort of my own home. I hate that movie. <laughs> I, I hate those the movies. Trolls. They're so stupid. I love the trolls. Dumb movies. Um Ubisoft CEO sends comforting note to employees about the coronavirus. Uh, let's see what the CEO has to say here. Uh, dear everyone, we are now in a pandemic with far-reaching effects on our daily lives. At this exceptional juncture, it is essential that we take special care of ourselves and our loved ones. The health and well-being of Ubisoft team members is our primary concern, and we have taken the necessary steps to ensure that all of you are safe and get the right support through these demanding changes. In particular, we have been encouraging all of our collaborators to work from the safety of their home since the end of last week. Across Ubisoft, people are going above and beyond to adapt this unprecedented event. My warm thanks go to both your local and global management teams who have done such remarkable work in implementing the required preventative measures in line with recommendations from the National Authorities and the World Health Organization, I also want to commend the proactivity of our teams who have gone to great lengths to provide us with solutions to work from home under the best possible conditions, thus ensuring the continuity of our operations. Uh, And this just kind of goes on to talk about their challenges and plans for the future and that they will continue to provide regular updates to the employees as they move forward and to take care of themselves. So that's a pretty positive note. It's nice to see that some companies are taking care of their employees during this. Um, I mean, I 
I we had a similar letter slash video sent out from our CEO to my company that said pretty similar things in that, that line. So <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Eat. Oh god, you got really quiet all of a sudden. Yeah, impossible. Okay, and there you go. You're now you're good. What? What's happening? That was weird. You were like super quiet. Is it still quiet? No, you're good now. Um, next. So a, a White House doctor. We need millennials to stay healthy because they know how to speed run video games. What? What does it got to do with? Okay. Yeah, I actually I I did read this, so I had because I was like confused. Um, so a doctor, <clears throat> Deborah Burks, called on millennials to take the threat of infection more seriously. Why? Because they are part of that group that brought us innovation, particularly throughout all of their ability to look around corners and skip through games. <laughs> and then she continued, I always went level by level, Burke said. I didn't realize you can go from level three to level seven. That's what they've taught us. They look for things we don't see. We need them to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, cool. <laughs> so and then the government's recognizing gamers as a commodity. We're a hot commodity. We're a commodity just waiting to be tapped. I can't speed run the coronavirus. I wish we could. I can't wait till someone. We can skip out straight it. from a destroyed economy to level seven. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, did you see anything about Sakurai and uh talking about the impacted game development in Japan due to the? coronavirus no i didn't see any of that i he wrote like a big long thing here it's i don't want to like read all of it because it's super long um but he just mentioned stuff like uh business trips are being restricted um and then trips like to other countries are restricted um even like even taking the bullet train is like they can't they can't take the bullet train to go to other parts of the country um for their work um also they mentioned like if someone in in an office is found infected with the virus then they have to assume like the entire building needs to be locked down and then game development would cease yeah i mean that's safe that's for the best um he says that the novel coronavirus has cast a large shadow over game development adding that delays and cancellations were unavoidable and that it feels like companies are putting on the brakes no doubt the effects could be felt for weeks and months to come. A little kind of a grim look into the Japanese market for video games right now, which affects us too because we get a lot of those games. It's a big deal. Um, also, due to the effects of coronavirus, Funimation will de delay simultaneous dubs for um, the spring season. So they're so it's affecting the anime, and that's yep. that's where it's we abuse. We abuse okay. are drawing the line. They're drawing the line. They're gonna go to battle with the coronavirus. Not okay. To so have we abuse on the front line. Yeah, gonna have to read them subtitles for the time being. Um, but yeah, this oh is well, the real we abuse were already reading the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said simulcast subs will not be impacted. But yeah, the simultaneous dubs are are uh, being delayed. 
Sounds like voice actors are just being lazy. <laughs> Sounds like they don't have in-home studios to record. <laughs> um, and this is the last one that I had for this week's career. This week, uh, uh, venture into the chronosphere. Um, Cirque du Soleil CEO fired like 90% of their staff in a single video. I'm still so mad about that. Wow. Yeah. So he got, he, they sent out a video to all the employees and it was just like, just talking about like, Hey, yeah. So, uh, we're, we're proud. We're, we, he, they said stuff like family too, all like while in the same breath being like, yeah, we're, we have to, we have to, they, and they did say temporarily, he said temporarily lay off like 95% of the company in order to ensure the future of the company because all of their shows have been like canceled and they're not making any money at all. So that's kind of the thing is they're saying that like they're hoping that once this passes, they'll be able to bring everybody back on. But like you never know what's going to happen in these types of situations. It's just really shocking when you see like something like that where 95% of their workforce is like 5,000 ish employees that they just let go all in the, all at the drop of a hat. So that's a kind of a bummer to see stuff like that. I mean, you see the positives, you also see the negatives. I mean, even locally people are laying off, uh, employees here. So, um, like, uh, golden corral was apparently they're just like, yeah, so we're closing because of the coronavirus, but also, guess what? We're not going to open back up. So, <laughs> and uh, I do believe we mentioned GameStop, how they were. Did we, did we mention mention on court recording how GameStop wanted to be considered a, um, they're, they're calling themselves an essential uh, We did business. not, but now I, we can. I could. Okay, well, yeah, so I guess this is, I, I I did say I wanted to limit it a little bit and try to so that we can have something to talk about this this upcoming episode because we're recording like two episodes in a span or three four episodes in a span of like three days here so, <laughs> um but yeah GameStop they 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 came out with a a memo to the employees saying that they were despite what in Fort law enforcement or government say going to work because. Uh, we are consider we are an essential business, <laughs> so, and people are not happy about that. What they meant to say is we're essentially a business. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> we're essentially a business. Yeah, no. So they, uh, yeah, they wanted people to come out and still sell video games, and I, I just, I feel, I, I, I want to feel bad for GameStop because I know they're basically just. They said there, the sale of games keeps people inside, but it's like not if you have to go to the store to get the games. Yeah. You can get I games mean, digitally. Yeah, digitally and or Amazon or delivery. Um, There's multiple ways you can get games without going to GameStop, but I think their whole thing is like, but you can't get used games as easily. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what they want. They want to sell the used games. That's where they make their money. Yes, I I mean they're struggling. I mean they had all that positive press and they uh they just wiped it out in the in the in a cuz they had the positive press from 
them bringing uh, Reggie on to be board of directors. And uh, everyone was all happy about that. And uh, now they're upset with them again. Um, and then they, they just came out saying, okay, okay, guys, we're not going to, we're going to close down, we're, but we're going to, they are doing like a thing where um, they'll, they'll do like curbside service, essentially like what Best Buy is doing. Where curbside games. You, uh, you basically just pull up and you like buy whatever you want ahead of time and then they just bring it out to your car. You Got to sell those pre-orders. Yeah. Which I thought, I think, especially for something like Best Buy, I'm like, who, who is like self-quarantining and be like, hmm, you know what I need? I need to spend a couple thousand bucks on a new TV. I might be out of a job right now, but uh, let's spend all my money. Seems strange to me. It's strange but, uh, times. Yes, it is. It is strange times indeed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I... And I, I made kind of like the bad joke where someone like they said that GameStop says it will close and close for the coronavirus. And I said, well, jokes on jokes on everyone there. Those stores aren't ever going to reopen. <laughs> Just like Golden Corral. Just like Golden Corral. Those stores ain't opening back up. Those they doors should reopen as a buffet of video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should join forces with Golden Corral. They can sell outdated food <laughs> and outdated games. Just a corral of games. <laughs> a corral of games. Um, but that is all that I had for the Coronasphere. So I'm thinking we'll take a break and then we'll come back with more news. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast available anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. We are two shows on one channel. Late every Monday night, we release the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast where we discuss all things pop culture and nerdum. We talk about movies, shows, games, comics, and more. Then late every Thursday night, we release 3FNW, our pro wrestling podcast, where we give our thoughts and takes on the wrestling business. So listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And most importantly, enjoy our musings. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. Later, nerds! Okay, and we are back with more news. And this one's still kind of coronavirus related because it's also GameStop related. But they ended up selling Doom a day early as a safety precaution. Um, well, yeah, it was already going to be on midnight that day or like for most people, uh, 10. But they ended yeah, up selling so it just, earlier that day. Just open yeah. the floodgates on it. Yeah, just I mean, and I'm sure part of that was like, well, now that way we're not just gathering a huge crowd up until midnight when we actually sell the game. Which made... Animal Crossing people kind of get real mad and then they started selling Animal Crossing early. <laughs> yeah. I know people, yeah, I know a lot of people were upset too, not only because of that, but because um, like I know someone that pre-ordered Animal Crossing elsewhere at Best Buy and you're like, man, I pre-ordered Animal Crossing at the wrong place. I thought I shouldn't have 
I, I thought I should have been avoiding GameStop. <laughs> and I got fucked over. Personally, it's crazy to buy a physical version of Animal Crossing, in my opinion, but hey. <laughs> I'm mostly just saying that because it's, it's a game you play daily and very casually, which swapping out carts is going to be real annoying. So just That's having true. a digital version of it's easiest, so you can always boot into it. That's very true. Yeah, because when you get the digital version, you can just have it there versus, I mean, it's I have the same pro, like the problem with the Xbox where it's like, it's nice that I have, I mean, because a lot of the Xbox One games that are on Xbox, like I have like the Halo games and whatnot, but since I have Game Pass, oh, it's so much, it's so nice to be able to just launch those games without having to actually put the disc in. Indeed. Um... So which what what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the Xbox or do you want to talk about the PlayStation 5? Um let's talk about Xbox just cuz there's already been the most Xbox stuff. All right. So the Xbox they uh so they Xbox did like a whole event where they they brought like Digital Foundry out to like do a teardown on the Xbox and they uh revealed a whole bunch of the tech specs. Um so Oh, let's see. What do we got here? So the Xbox Series X is a custom Zen 2 CPU with eight cores at 3.8 gigahertz, um, 3.66 gigahertz with simultaneous multi-threading. Um, the, let's see. So the Xbox Series X CPU is fixed at 3.8 for games reliant on the single core, and then it drops to 3.66 for... Uh, anything that takes advantage of the multi-core. Um, the GPU is a custom RDNA to 12 teraflops, 52 CUs at 1.825 gigahertz. So that's a pretty decent GPU, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, so that puts it with like a very small lead over like the PlayStation 5 specs. They also listed the PlayStation 5 since like all the stuff came out here at the same time. Um, so I'm trying to split the difference here and talk about the Xbox stuff. Um, so the Xbox Series X is like the equivalent of a Radeon RX Vega 56. Um, I have no idea. I'm very like not. <laughs> it's I'm not in tune with like graphics cards right now. Um, I so. mean, it, most of the tech specs for especially the PlayStation are all custom. Stop it. This article was for the Xbox, but they're like, oh, yeah, here's all the PlayStation stuff. Okay, so the memory that uh, the Xbox Series X will have 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 with a three, 320 megabytes bus. And then 10 gigabytes at 560 gigabytes and 6 gigabytes at 360 336 gigabytes bandwidth um yeah so that's a lot of ram it's good to, good to see more ram uh and the of course it comes with a one terabyte custom uh nvme ssd so that's basically like the key player with these new consoles is the ssd um with installing and also like not only that but streamlining games to where they're not loading as much into the RAM and streamlining some straight from the, some of the files straight from the SSD since it's 
really close to just ram speeds anyway. Yeah, it's uh yeah, the the SSD's a game changer. Yeah, I mean it in it's it sucks that it's the the drive is a one terabyte because you'll be able to fit like four games on it. <laughs> so yeah, and I mean um, the and they have like the whole expansion slot on the back, like that weird port that we've been seeing is actually an expansion port so that you can put a more space. Yeah, it's a weird like proprietary port. Well, they it's not proprietary, I guess, because they've been saying it. Yeah. O- other hard drives can use this but currently nothing yeah. does it's yeah it's not exactly proprietary it's just the fact that it's so new that nobody has made anything for it um it's a new compact flash standard i believe um yeah which i i guess that that's useful uh compared to what sony's doing because at least then anything that uses that likely will be compatible with the xbox would be my guess where yeah exactly on on sony's front they're publishing a list of hard drives that are going to be compatible because you are able to expand your memory on the PlayStation as well, but it, you're going to have to have yeah. compatible drives that match the speed of the drive that's in there, which it's a yeah. pretty, pretty impressive drive to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's basically a custom drive. Yeah. It's, it's a faster drive than the Xbox solid state drive. Uh, not by much, but it, it is like, it's one of the key differences between the consoles because there is a, a few key dif- differences and these consoles are I thought they'd be a lot more similar than they ended up being which is nice they, they're fo- definitely focusing on different things uh, yeah which granted both sound like huge powerhouse machines to be honest I know Xbox is definitely going to be swinging their they have the bigger number when it comes to teraflops but that's not that's not yeah, that's, everything it's meaningless <laughs> essentially yeah. It's like, yeah, that's that's like a like I mean it's the same thing with benchmarks. When you when you have a lot of benchmarks, it can mean stuff. It's just kind of a general idea. Well, um, it, but it, it sucks usually... that like I'm surprised Sony even like really put out their number on that because if you don't got the bigger number, obviously people are gonna hone in and target yeah. that as oh, there's less teraflops. Because yeah, it is but... uh Sony's has about ten teraflops, but it is stronger in other areas. And once again, I, I, people go to consoles for different things. So regardless of yeah. power, I mean, like most people are buying consoles for the exclusives at this point anyway. But that aside, yeah. they, well, what what we, what we'll get to is that Sony's focusing on sound, a lot yeah. of a lot of sound stuff. Yeah, and I mean, with the with the teraflops, I mean, it's no, it's in no way an indicator of real world performance, just like any benchmark is. It's just a general guide for how much power the thing has, and it's it's very loose. I mean, there's no like actual real standard for how it's actually calculated. So yeah, it is just it's just having once again. There definitely Microsoft's going to use that to pivot and lean into the fact that the teraflops matter, and oh yeah, use they're that be, as a selling point. Look, once again, we be, have the most powerful they have console, the quote unquote, the more powerful machine, which may or may not be the case. It sounds like these consoles are very comparable to one another and each one has its own strengths of what it's it's better at than the other one. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely going to be out there saying, "Oh, this is the most powerful console in 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 this current gen," just like they did for the um 
Xbox One X. Um, so I'm, you know, they're happy to have that bigger teraflops number. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that pretty much covers what the Xbox, what's going on with the Xbox. I don't recall there being anything else with that. Um, controller is slightly different. Um, it's more or less the same. It has like the rubber grips in the back, like the Elite Series Two. Um, current controllers for the Xbox One X can work with, like I said, it'll be like forward compatible. Um, all you'll need to do is it'll be a, it'll essentially be a firmware upgrade on the controller in order to work with like the new, like low latency wireless thing they have going on with the Xbox series X. Um, so that's really cool. Um, it's cool that they're able to take old hardware and adapt it to the new stuff like that. Um, so I'll be looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the PlayStation stuff. Um, so of course the PlayStation specs, I mean, it's less, less, uh, uh, teraflops, but we'll get into what they have. So again, it's a eight X Zen two cores at 3.5 gigahertz. Um, the GPU is a custom RDNA two with uh, 16 gigabytes of GDR GDDR six. The memory bandwidth is 448 gigabytes per second. And uh, the internal storage is a custom 825 gigabyte SSD. And again, that's the going to be the key player here is their custom SSD. Yeah. And that, that seems to be the, uh, that that's the focus is that that's a really good SSD. Yeah. And then the expansion slot, instead of being that, like the compact flash format, it's an NVMe SSD slot. Um, so that's, that is, it's a little more, available but you're going to be spending a lot of money uh to match the uh the performance of the ssd that they already have yeah currently but i mean honestly it's a way yeah Yeah. i was like it's it's kind of a way of future proofing i mean and and i honestly i think people are putting a little too much focus on the fact that the uh the hard drive itself is a little bit like not by much but it is smaller than the xbox one at one because the xbox is at one terabyte and it's at how much was it? Eight. This is a eight hundred and twenty-five. Uh, eight twenty-five, which is like kind of a weird size to be honest, but it's yeah. it's not. I mean, that's not going to make a huge difference in the long run. But honestly, I, I didn't. I wonder need a hard ha- drive for like two three years into my console life anyway. So yeah, and I I wonder if that eight hundred twenty five is actually like this is what's available to use. That's what I kept thinking that it is like actually a, a terabyte, yeah. but it's got like OS and all that crap installed. Yeah, all the other stuff is reserved for the OS and what the PlayStation needs to run and do whatever it needs to do. Yeah, and so, then the eight hundred twenty five is what you can use. Yeah, I was like that. That would be smart to post the actual usable number. Yeah, and it could be similar for the Xbox. Like they say, it's a one terabyte, but. You could come to find out maybe, oh, there's only 850 gigabytes usable to install stuff with. Yeah, I mean, um, the, these consoles are definitely going to be super comparable to one another. I like it. I like the position Xbox is going in because Xbox One, what, when at launch, was a weaker console than the yeah. PS4, and it cost more, but it cost more solely because it came bundled with the Connect. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing I almost forgot. For the Xbox, uh, 
they did say that anything that is like backwards compatible, so like anything Xbox One and earlier, so Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One titles, um, you'll be able to plug in a USB hard drive to the Xbox Series X, and you can play those games off of the USB drive. That's pretty cool. So like the you you would you could re- essentially reserve the um the internal hard drive for just Xbox Series X games. So that is an option too for anyone bringing their games forward to the new generation. And it sounds like Sony's doing something something similar because you can also expand your storage with a USB hard drive. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. that's probably the same thing where it's like anything PlayStation 4 or earlier you can play off of that since that doesn't necessarily require the super fast SSD well, speeds. Honestly, my guess would be yes, but they've been kind of still real dodgy about the backwards compatibility stuff. They did say a hundred of the uh, biggest titles from PS4 will be playable at launch on the PS5. Um, and then like, but then uh, I forget who it was, but one of the big PlayStation people said that there will be more than that. It's just like, the hundred biggest will be there day one. Uh, but, okay. But I'm like, does that mean you guys are kind of doing what Xbox did and building out a library like slowly piece by piece and meaning you're doing like emulation stuff and not having like full hardware backwards compatibility? Like who knows what's going on over there? And what of PS3, PS2, PS1? Like what's going on with that? Nobody, Nobody knows. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I actually did have an article about that too where they said that the uh PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 games, but they said to expect it to be a gradual rollout that needs to be tested on a per game basis. Um so like you said, yeah. the 100 games at first um but And they said there will than- be improvements to playing those games on the PS5 will probably have better performance. Yeah, and they're saying with more than four thousand games published on the PlayStation Four, uh, they'll continue to they'll continue the testing process and expand backwards compatibility coverage over time. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a rollout for that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting generation for sure. Yeah, I, I'm real like this was all the stuff that got me excited. Of course, like if tech specs aren't really your thing it it's nothing to get real jazzed about but i'm just glad they're kind of like at first it seemed like these were going to be real parallel to one another and now they're kind of diverging a bit yeah this was uh mark cerny's gdc talk uh which he he did talk about other stuff involving the playstation uh mostly like like the backwards compatible games uh they it was a lot of graphs charts and graphs and stuff and a lot of pissed off people in the uh, comments. Yeah, so they're calling it the Tempest Engine, and it's essentially 3D audio. So, um, like you said, it's he did a whole uh, Mark Cerny did a talk about it, and so, or Dana Carvey. But unfortunately, uh, like when I first saw that, I thought of that. And now everybody's saying that, so now I feel unoriginal, <laughs> but. Man. <laughs> but I had to put it out there anyway. He he looks exactly yeah. like Dana Carvey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So in the simple terms, 3D audio is a technique that makes sound appear to be coming from all around you, uh, relative where you are in the scene. As a basic example, if you're in a room with a telephone in the far right hand corner, 
It starts ringing. 3D audio means the ring sound will sound like it's coming from the far right hand corner from the player's perspective. Um, so it's like what you said uh, uh, to me in uh, text where they're basically just turning every game into Hellblade. Yeah, that's how I interpreted it. Uh, because, yeah, Hellblade has real amazing audio quality where like sounds will feel like they're tapping all around your ear and it's a really cool 3D effect. And I know they've been doing a lot of crazy stuff with 3D audio with uh, Last of Us 2. And you can damn well bet that obviously like the their premier developers, so Naughty Dog and like Santa Monica are yeah. like, it feels like they had informed decisions of where the console's going. So yeah, yeah, audio was probably like, I technically the PS3 had better audio than the PS4. So yeah, this yeah. is like, a lot of nerd talk for audio stuff that I didn't fully understand, but <laughs> and the the bummer for me is like I I would have to have headphones to really experience it because I've never really had a setup where I can actually set up like a proper like surround sound system like the spot where my TV is in now like it doesn't really work for like a surround sound system so I wouldn't really get much of the benefit from that with like a, a two point one uh, uh setup and he had said the probably headphones will still be the best way to do it for a while until oh, sure until we get better like 5.1 and 6.1 surround sound uh but and then he i know the big thing everybody hit on was uh Mark Cerny was like maybe you'll send in a picture of your ear so we can better tailor the sound for your ear individually I, I doubt they'll ever go that far. That's just that's <laughs> yeah, just that's loony little, talk. But that's I, that's like uh uh what's that what's that show called uh got with the Black Mirror yeah that, yeah Black yeah Mirror. It's, it's like that's like Black Mirror type stuff right there yeah I mean it's it, it seemed real impressive and I mean anybody who's played Hellblade with headphones knows exactly how cool 3D audio is. So imagining that they yeah. have an engine built that makes every game capable of doing that or, and some of it I know like comes down to using ray tracing technology for the audio to make audio sound sound like they're bouncing off things in the, at the environment. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really cool stuff and it'll be really cool for VR applications. Oh yeah. And, and Sony's definitely like, they're they're in the VR game like that. Yeah, their headsets I mean, doing PSVR gangbusters. And, so, and I know it's they like said the cheapest one. <laughs> yeah, and they said the VR. If you have a PSVR, it'll still be able to hook up to a PS5. But they're definitely going to be releasing a new headset, which I would imagine looks more like the headsets that are on the market currently with knuckle controllers and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. I'm looking forward to what they do with that because I mean, um, the Hellblade stuff is really cool, and there is there definitely like good audio has definitely like went by the wayside with consoles. Everyone's just kind of focused in on the graphics. Um, yeah, so and it's Cerny nice to see talked about that audio. too. Cerny was definitely talking about talking about how games were so focused on realism, which I like. Realism's fine. Like, graphics definitely fine. But, I mean, in many ways, you look at... Like, Nintendo's a great example where they don't have great graphics, like, whatsoever, really. And they are still doing gangbusters, still selling great games, still making great games. And But now it's like, how do you differentiate yourself if you're 
like we've kind of hit a peak in a way for developers in a lot of ways. So I think audio is a right is the right pivot. And I mean, Sony, they're experts in audio. So yeah, and they're also saying so uh, when uh, when this launches, um, basically like the head related transfer function that they have for this the 3D audio. It's unique to every person based on their ear and head shape, which is what you mentioned. How they, well, they can send in a picture of your ear to tailor it to you, which probably will never happen. But there will be five profile, at least five profiles available at launch, based on over 100 people, and you'll be able to configure it based on your personal optimum settings. Um, so there'll be some customization, customization, and trial and error involved with the 3D audio. So. Um, hopefully they improve that to where it can just kind of be able to pick it for you rather than you trying to be like, okay, well, what yep. works best for me? My guess is it'll have kind of a, like a test thing that will be like, yeah. does this sound like a or B like kind of like a yeah. eye doctor. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be like, it'll be like the, like at the beginning of every game where they're like, Okay, move your st- move your head left and right, and move your head up and down. Press A to jump, and then that will just be the sound thing. Will be like one of the added things to that, where it's like, okay, well, how did this sound? Now, how did that sound? <laughs> Do you pick which one works work better? Mm-hmm. What it sounds like, uh, and this was according to Jason Schreier, because he felt after the Sony talk that there was a lot of people posting like that Xbox is going to dominate, and. Yeah. And Once he's again, really I, excited about the PlayStation 5. Yeah, he was like, a lot of devs are real excited and haven't seen hardware as good as the PS5. So that's a good sign. But like I said, I'm not I'm not here to take sides. I think both consoles have their own strengths and weaknesses for sure. Yeah. But it, it's like, once again, I know, I, I know a lot of people like are going to see that teraflop number and that's what they're going to focus on. Because, and I mean, that's the loudest number you're going to hear. Like, like 12 teraflops versus 10 teraflops. It, it sounds like one's a lot stronger, which is not necessarily the case. Um, so apparently Dolby is out there saying, too, that uh, they, they, um, they dispute Sony's claim about Atmos. Um, so apparently in, in Mark, Cerny, Mark Cerny's presentation, he said that um, Atmos can't, um, support hundreds of simultaneous objects, and they and they're saying that that is false, and they can. Um, hmm. So so he said so. Cerny said that the console will not utilize Dolby Atmos because it's capped at thirty two objects, um, and Dolby disputes that, saying that they can uh, do much more than that. So I I, don't, I, I think they're just mad that yeah, Sony's I, doing their own thing now. I'm I'm like I I wouldn't doubt that they could do more to be honest, but I'm sure Cerny has a lot of reasons for like they what definitely they bring probably it in house, don't. They have control over it. Yeah, and I'm sure they like. I'm I'm sure Cerny has other reasonings for doing his own and being kind of smug about it, like. <laughs> it, like I said, maybe maybe Atmos can do more, but maybe it's not the best tool for doing yeah. that and having and your also, own is yeah. always a better option and i think with the amount of units and games that the playstation 4 sold i think he's allowed to be smug about the playstation 5 <laughs> oh indeed yeah I, I 
I I want to hear the sounds like real bad because like I said, if anybody who's played stuff like Hellblade knows exactly how good that is, like and how how much that aids in immersion. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else is there to cover on the PlayStation Five? I think I feel like I'm missing something, but that's all I saw. Uh, really, that's about it. Like the GDC talk was the big thing. Probably the other thing is that there was the weird when during it, there was like the weird cutout people that people were changing with the uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 people. Oh, because <laughs> because it kind of felt like that. And I don't know if they're real or not. I could swear I saw them move, but some people are saying they didn't. Uh, and I, I, I could swear I saw it move when I watched it, but <laughs> Still weird. Um, yeah. So just the comments were all everybody typing several Z's and being like Xbox yeah. One and show us the console and them not showing yeah. the console. Which I like. <laughs> once again, this is was the GDC talk. This was for developers. This wasn't yeah. necessarily exactly. for people, but I, I mean, people are just hungry for any PS5 news. So oh, totally. There were hundreds of thousands of people turned tuned into this to just shit all over it and say yeah. Xbox one in the chat over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> and usually it's, it's hard to get an indication of stuff like that because that's usually like the people in chat that are like that are like the fans of the opposites thing that are there to troll. I mean, if, if it were the Xbox thing, having a chat, then I'm sure like the Sony just guys be, would be doing the yeah, same thing. Oh yeah. And it, but like I said, really, it just comes down to like preference for what you like, and that's yeah. Like, uh, what do you look for in exclusives? Yeah, it's like, why do you buy a uh, Nintendo? It's like, well, do you like Mario? Do you like Zelda? Do you like Animal Crossing? Like, do you like Smash? yeah, exactly? And now it's like for Xbox, it's like, do you like Halo? Do you like Gears? Forza? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a little more news to cover here. It's a really slow week or a uh, week for news because it's all just coronavirus stuff. Um, but uh, so people are out there saying don't build a game in dreams just yet because the anybody or apparently like the plan for dreams is like eventually you'll be able to take the game out of dreams and sell it yourself. But they're saying that the the that's not coming anytime soon. So if you're expecting to get in the dreams and build a game and then sell it, you, you might be waiting a while. Well, do we talk about the other dream stuff or save that for next time? Let's talk. Let's save that for next time. It'll be more. All right. Cause I was like, it, yeah. that's kind of come out over the last few days. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll give us something to talk about for the next news episode, because otherwise we won't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh we'll move on to the next thing so uh ha this is really i thought this was hilarious so half-life 2 devs thought about fixing bugs that speedrunners were using uh to beat the games fast or beat beat half-life 2 quickly uh just to see how they would react <laughs> that's terribly trolly <laughs> yeah um so let's see there was an IGN video explained at one point they had thought about patching some of the popular bugs that speedrunners were using uh, to see if runners would like to have like would like having to find new ways to beat the game quickly. 
They they did like the idea of changing the speedrunning meta around the game, but they never patched the speedrunning bugs because they didn't want to upset players who did use them for for the runs. But that's that's a funny thing to think about. Like we know people are using this bug to speedrun this game. What if we patch that? <laughs> that's like being like a, in control of like an ant farm. <laughs> like what if I just shook oh this up God. and they had to build their? <laughs> what if I shook this up a little bit and they have to build their tunnels again? God, that's terrible. Let's see. Uh, apparently, there's another video or the, another part of the video where the devs like freak out while a speedrunner breaks their games in ways they had never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be funny. Like when you're a dev and you're like, I didn't know that was even possible in the game that I made. Wasn't designed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> They've hit the max, the peak performance of the game. Uh, okay, this is it. I like this. So, Call of Duty. So, in I a little while ago, a couple like last week, Warzone came out. Call of Duty Warzone, the free to play Call of Duty battle royale with was it 150 players? I think. Um, apparently, if you're spectating, you can throw rocks in, in the game. Yeah. And so you can actually activate claymores and stuff with those set with said rocks. So you can actually affect the game as a spectator <laughs> and kill people with claymores. That is just, it's too good. I love that. It's so, like, I really got, I really want to download this and play it, but I don't have the space on the Xbox. It sounds like it's a blast. Everyone's having a really good time with this game. And little dumb stuff like that just makes it sound like even better. Yeah. Call of Duty's not my cup of tea, but seems impressive for people into it and have the yeah. space. I mean, might as well download it now while you can, if you have uh data caps that are currently waived. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see what, what exactly is it? So, rocks do one point of non-lethal damage, damage, meaning they can take one, HP off of either competitor, but will not kill them outright if they only have one HP left. The rocks are mostly meant to function as a momentary distraction for players awaiting their big moment in the gladiatorial pits. It turns out they can also be so much more. So they've they've realized that if uh, someone lays down a claymore mine, a well-placed rock hurled from the sidelines can set it off, killing the player who laid it down. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Um, move on to the next. Um, so we, we talked about Daigo the other week. Uh, Tokido finally gets his decisive Street Fighter V win against Daigo. Finally. Finally. After all these years. He's beat him one time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, Daigo's a freaking legend. I don't know, like that's that's a, that's a pretty pretty good feat <laughs> to beat Daigo. Um, professor turns into an anime schoolgirl to teach his students. What? Yep. He's using like VR or something to sh show up on the screens as a as an anime schoolgirl to teach his students via the internet. No, what? That would be. I it would be okay if he wasn't if it wasn't a man 
being an anime school girl. <laughs> uh, Shanghai University's Fine Arts College. And you can, like, see the, the students in the, in the screenshot, too. Like, one person just is a picture of a cat. <laughs> um, uh, oh, hey, there's a new hero in Overwatch named Echo, an AI robot. So those of you that play Overwatch, you have a new hero to play with. Yay. Overwatch. <laughs> Microsoft adds more stuff you probably won't use to Game Pass Ultimate. Um, so they're expanding Game Pass Ultimate to include perks, extra goodies like in-game currency and cosmetic packs for certain games available through the service. It's a small gesture. It's part of the company's ongoing attempt to make subscribers feel like they're getting their money's worth. Uh, the first set of games to get perks include Fantasy Star Online 2, World of Tanks, Mercenaries, Sea of Thieves, and Smite. Um, so, like, in Sea of Thieves, uh, subscribers will get new cosmetics, uh, including special Ori and the Will of the Wisp theme masks. Uh, none of those these feel like reasons to subscribe to Ultimate in the first place, but they're just a little extras. If you're already bought in, it sounds... Pretty cool. Oh, hey, we now have another person, another person suspended from Twitch. A satirical Twitch streamer, Casey Tron, suspended for insensitive coronavirus joke. Probably hopefully, just as insensitive as the ones we make. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, hopefully we don't get suspended from podcasting for our jokes. Anyway, hey, what do you know? That was it. <laughs> that was all I have for news for that. That's this it. it. This. That's this last bullet? week. This is the it's bullet? The silver bullet to end the cast? It's the bullet. What? Actually, po- it after like podcast take gold bullets. Conversation and that's it. Yep, that's it. That's all we got for news. We're going to we shoot this one sh- with a golden bullet? Yep, the, the golden uh, whatever yeah. bullet kills the coronavirus. We'll shoot it with that. I'm sure you could kill it with a gold PP7. Because <laughs> like I said, I'm going to shoot the coronavirus. With some <laughs> some big guns, the biggest. As as uh, Bill Gates said in that video uh, that you were talking about earlier, uh, we invested too much in weapons, and not enough in weapons to destroy the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Um, so, <laughs> all that being said, uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, you can find us. Just search Lit Gaming Arena. You'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, go. You can go to our website, lga.gg, where we post our episodes, as well as a link to our Discord, which is also chat.lga.gg, where you can join us on Discord and hang out with us there. Also, you can email us at social at lga.gg, and you can email in your questions, and we will answer them on the social enge- or the, on the uh, community engagement segment of the podcast of the LGA cast. Um, so if you have any burning questions to ask us, make sure you send in those emails. Who's going to be the first email. Somebody is going to be the first email. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and or review on Apple and Podchaser, and also share the show with your friends. If you enjoy the show, I'm sure you're bound to have at least one or two other friends that also would enjoy us. So Give us the give them the link to our show and have them listen to our 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 our, our shitty voices. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> but uh, 
that's all. So we're going to call it right there and we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you next time. Peace. intro happens music and then the music cuts i can hear you eating <laughs> why do you always gotta do stuff <laughs> god you're you're like the mariah of from the big j show of this podcast <laughs> i like to be the heathen that's like in the background you are, of you are. <laughs> that's exactly what you are <laughs>